It's good to be back. It's been a while. It's Jeff. It's O Canada RC, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's uh, in between trying to keep up with life and uh, work and everything else. It's like I said, it's been a minute since we've been here, but I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to bring the beaver back to the airways here. And speaking of beavers, it's um, some fascinating news I have to share with you that. I am so proud to be one of the only podcasts out there with a national animal in our logo. That's right. I did an extensive scrub of the interwebs to see if there were any other animals in logos, any other animals being used for podcasts, and I'm happy to say no. I am the only one. So congratulations to us here at Team O Canada RC. (laughs) Anyways, a little bit of levity to kick things off. But yeah, super excited to be back. We're going to have a couple segments in this one, and it's been a while since we've had a guest. But we will welcome back our friend, Pablo Guerrero. I mean, welcome him back to the to the podcast. Him and I have been speaking many times over the last few months. Been on a few of his lives, if you haven't seen them. Dad Talk and RC. Really good, really punchy, quick lives that we've been doing. So check them out at, at RC Amigos. You can also find them on my feed at OCanadaRC. But Pabs and I are hopefully going to have a bit of a longer form discussion today. And uh, let's be honest, I I really haven't figured out what we're going to talk about, but I know it's going to have to do with Christmas. I know it's going to have to do with crawling. And uh, I think we might also get into some builds. But this is not a surprise when we talk to Pablo because he's always building something on his bench. And uh, I know I want to talk to him about my my mistakes in RC. You know, I I've made a few mistakes. I've made a few. That sounds like a good uh, line for a song. Frank Sinatra. Anyways, um, excited to get into that with Pablo. Excited to have you guys join us for that. I will also be talking about size. Does it matter? That's right. I said it. Size does it matter in crawling? Micro crawlers versus ten scale or larger crawlers, as you've all seen the Axial, I think it's a 1.6 scale um, crawling truck that's come out. Things are available on all sizes. And uh, I want to have a conversation about where we see that going in crawling, just recreational crawling, not 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 competitive crawling necessarily, but w- what is the allure of the micro crawler? That's a big thing lately. And what how healthy is the 10 scale crawling scene i think it's very healthy but uh it'll be interesting to talk a bit about size and of course we will take a look across the interwebs at some of the latest and greatest in vehicles that have come out the capra four wheel steering rig just hit a lot of interesting uh, commentary one way or another on that one um some new micro trail trucks have come out maybe we'll get into that and we'll just take a look across the board. You know, like I said earlier, the Christmas season's approaching. Companies like to come out with new offerings at this time. Uh, so I'm excited to uh, to chat a bit about that. And of course, to, to top it all off and to end it all off, we'll talk about rally. Can never get enough rally. And what's going on with the indoor rally scene here in the GTA. So welcome back to O Canada RC. Glad you're here along us. Hope you're enjoying the music in the background. Let's get to it.
My sinuses are killing me. Uh oh. It's going to affect your sultry tones today. I know. I know. It's one of those mornings where you wake up and it's like you can't stop sneezing. <laughs> and you know it'll go away in like an hour, but you're just like, come on, anytime yep. now. I know, man. I recorded that for you, by the way. So I'll have to find a way to play that back. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> I know I don't have a hot button here where I can. I don't think I have a mute hot button where I can. Dude, don't worry. It's all, all part right. of the. It's all part of the flavor. One more. Do it. My kids always laugh at me because I blow my nose so loud, but I don't care. <laughs> you do what you gotta do. You do. To get through. You push through it. Yeah. They'll understand all one right. day. They'll understand one day. They will hopefully. So. What's going on, buddy? It's been a while. I'm happy to have you back in the space. Dude, I miss it. <laughs> I, I know. miss it. We've been ships passing in the night, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Icebreakers. Icebreakers yeah. soon. Yes. Um, Lots of stuff going on, man. Just uh, we put up our Christmas tree last night. So we bit the bullet. All right. So we are have never been synthetic tree people. We have always been real hardy Northwest tree and it's admirable, uh, admirable. And, and this year we were like, you know what? We so we've decorated, we've already been decorated in the house for two weeks. Like I'm not surprised. Up, <laughs> like straight up, like we've had stuff up when, you know, no Christmas or no ornaments on the tree yet. So we're like, okay, let's look at this uh, fake Christmas tree thing. And so we got it. Oh. And I'm, you know, I've got I've got to say I hope I'm not just like being optimist because I spent money on a fake tree, but I'm like, you know what? It looks pretty good. You know Walked what? Out this morning the lights were on and I was like, this is fantastic. So, I got two I got two comments. They're pretty both of them are pretty beefy. So <laughs> if anyone listening who at all has followed you in any capacity is surprised at the fact that you are decorated and tree is up as they say um that you're lying don't be surprised <laughs> just be happy for pablo and his family it's fantastic um and secondly this is really hilarious no one's people are going to think we set this up but we didn't we have long been synthetic christmas tree people long oh, wow. been. it's a it goes back on history uh, pets allergies things like that and yeah. i've always fought against this this social norm that I disagree with highly. I've always wanted a real tree. So this year, after you know all the stuff we've all been through, my wife has agreed to get a real tree for the first time. First oh. time in 13 years since we've had kids. Wow. So it's like you and I just tra traded, uh, traded realities. <laughs> That's awesome. So you yeah. Do they allow you to go out and cut down trees out there? So my son, my son, that you walk out there and let them go to yeah. work. Or? I'm gonna put the beaver on a leash and bring bring <laughs> her along because she's got real good teeth for that stuff. But it's funny because as soon as my son heard, he was like, "Can we go out and cut it down?" And he's picturing Christmas vacation when uh, <laughs> yeah. when Clark goes, uh, "Audrey, isn't it a beauty?" And then the wife goes, "All right, Ellen is the wife." Uh, 
Clark, her eyes are frozen. She'll see it later. <laughs> and she's like, that's ah, a fan. I can't wait to watch that. We, um, we, you know, I have to share this before we get into RC stuff. We, sure. my son and I watched, um, home alone last night for the first time this oh. year. It's his yeah. biggest, it's his favorite Christmas movie. And, uh, we sparked it up on, on the flicks, uh, just before we went to hockey practice. So he was stoked. Yeah. Nice. Did you, have you guys watched the new one yet? I don't think we're gonna. Yeah. So, okay. So we watched the new one just to kind of ease ourselves into the, I've been on, I've been on Christmas Hallmark movies since like the second. November 1st. October. Yeah. I, no, October. <laughs> like, like right before Halloween. And so um, I've been on that for a while, but uh, we were like, so last weekend we watched, the new home alone and then we watched noel on uh oh, right. and yeah yeah that's a good one so okay we're kind of easing our way in dude i love it i love talking to you but i love talking to you even more this time of year because it's like <laughs> it's joy it's some joy man so thank you for I, that listen i even have my there it is. coffee cups so i i ordered them. my wife is like seriously you paid money for all because i got like you know 30 christmas coffee cups that are disposable for the shop and you know like, what you paid money for that I'm there's like, certain yes, there, there's certain things in life there's first aid supplies you know vegetables and then there's christmas permanent christmas mugs like they're all <laughs> up there i, know. I don't uh, i'll talk to your wife um <laughs> listen man rc buddy you i know we've both been busy with life and and everything and yeah. uh but i i have been watching your feed you yeah, I'm kicking this off. You're the first segment on our podcast. I haven't been on for a while, so I'm happy to have you on as our first segment. And I want to get into the size matter a little bit with, uh, yeah. with crawling. Yeah, yeah. And I know you're, you know, you're all over that. You're doing a couple builds. First off, what's, what's going on on your bench, man? I saw, I saw the back end of a, of a sick looking, I don't know if it was a belly dragger. I'm only learning a little bit about <laughs> that. Tell us about that, man. Yeah, so that's a merge, an IERC merge kit. Uh, I am building kind of a rat rod. I say rat rod, but I don't think I'm going to do like rescue patina on this one. I think it's going to actually be semi-clean. Um, it's kind of, you know, I, I, I wanted it to be more of a comp like a competitive rig. A lot of my rigs are for show and they do pretty well, but they're not like super highly competitive. Right. Um, the, the kind of funny thing is, is that I put those big tall tires on it and those are awesome for like trail running, but I can't run them in a competition. They, they put me in a different class. So okay. um, I, I got to figure out, it's kind of one of those things, you know, Christmas is coming, so I don't want to keep on buying a bunch of stuff uh, for myself. So yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of holding off on on that and just sticking with the look. So I got nice. that coming uh, next week. I'm going to start to finish the 11 Charlie giveaway build. So I think they're auctioning that off. That's uh, awesome. And, and that's, a, that's a really big build. That's so a did, you, did you say start to finish? Start to finish like nice i'm gonna start i started all the design work i did that a couple, like last week i think i did a 3d modeling for the cage and all that. i watched that live by the way if anybody hasn't seen that if it's still on your feeds that was that was rad man you had quite a few eyeballs on that one thanks yeah it was uh you know it's something different people don't see that that process very often so i figured let's try it out 
Yeah. Um, so I got that model done. So now I can print out my blueprint basically, and then work off of that. I haven't ever actually done that for RC car stuff. So I was like, okay, let's just try it out. Um, so I've got that going. I've got uh, some stuff coming from Italy. So Ooh. 3D wrap, uh, si, they si. are, yeah. So I don't speak any Italian, si. but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they are sending, so it's 3D wrap strap club sca uh, scaler. They are sending out a kit for me to build around their, they have a, they have a bunch of cool stuff. Like they have, they're doing those, uh, uh, 3D printed tire foams. They're non-foams, but they're like uh, they, they conform and they have better sidewall. Uh, so there's I, I don't know if there's I don't really know what they're sending out. So right, we've just been working with them. So I'm gonna build one of their cars. I have a really cool idea, and it's an old vintage Ferrari that I think I'm gonna 3D print. It's like a 250 GT. Ooh. So they're the ones with the big bubble fenders on them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna 3D print one of those so that the bubble fenders are right inside the wheel, the tires, so that it just kind of looks very, uh, I don't know, unique. Yeah. <laughs> Wide. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've got that coming. Um, so that's and is that a, is that an on-road build? Is that a crawler? Is that a drift? Like what uh, are you doing the Ferrari? No, it's a crawler. Nice. So it, so that's why it's going to be kind of a yeah. unique looking build. Um, cool. But, you know, I, I kind of want to do a nod to Italian craftsmanship. So I was like, yeah. why not? Um, so that's three. I should at some point be getting a new uh, monster truck chassis that I'm building. So Jeez. yeah, that'll be fun. I don't have a deadline on that one, but I'm Jones in the monster truck stuff. And I don't have a, I'm, I'm holding off. You saw in the video how my monster truck went up in flames. So I did. I am holding off rebuilding until I have this kit in hand. So, so I want to back up a bit on that Ferrari. So um, yeah. Tamiya just came out with their GT40 body, I'd say a few months back for uh -huh. the TT01, TT02 chassis. It would be cool to do an homage to that movie, right? To that whole piece of history with the, oh, yeah. the Lamaze, uh, oh, you know, yeah. race. But uh, yeah, no, that'll be, sorry. I just wanted to back up because I thought that would be really cool. So maybe i'll have yeah. to get the gt40 body and we'll have to do like some sort of <laughs> yeah some some sort of uh italian uh stable i would say yeah right? <laughs> yeah so you're so busy man the, yeah you know i am and you know it's like self-imposed doom i guess you know it's just one of those things where i'm all good trying, trying to have fun but you know you never know what what's going to be going on right. in life so and then um, it, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, and then the other thing we've been really heavy into is the uh, mini crawler scene. Right. So we've been comping once a month, and that uh, last month my son beat me. This month I podiumed. I took third. I'm still working right. the bugs out because I've got a total custom build, so I'm like right. still trying to play with that. Well, I love uh, I love that you guys have been doing going down that path, pun intended, because it's like. <laughs> Um, and if any hobby stores are listening too, right? Like our great hobbies in Mississauga here, which is uh, one of the cities near us, they have a, a really small version of what I've seen you guys compete on in store. Uh -huh. Um, uh -huh. but 
it's a really cool consideration for a hobby store to do something like that. I've seen it with the mini Z's, right? You've seen Mark Santa Maria do it oh, yeah. uh, where they race in store uh, because of the scale. It's, it makes it really doable. And I think, again, it's that whole in-house uh, class. You're supporting it. You're supporting the hobby store. Um, but yeah, it made me start to think about scale and size and everything. And I wanted to ask you, so then there's a new, uh, the trail finder two came out. Yep. I saw you post something about that nice looking rig. Um, but I, it, it seems to me, so it's kind of a two part question. There seems to me to be a little bit of a more of a, a bump on the amount or the variety of 24 scale rigs that are coming out right now. And that could be a Christmas thing, but you know, is it, do you think like it's the popularity in that has taken off for any particular reason as just got a man. That was a very Shaolin move. He just killed whatever bug was flying around there. There was literally a spider coming down from the ceiling. Yeah. We have these little baby spiders that come down yeah. in the shop and it's that was like, awesome. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was for, awesome. For for the non for the non-video viewers. That's right. I just uh, karate kicked <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. I almost took out the chopsticks for it, but I just witnessed the murder. Um <laughs> So yeah, do you think there's this like, it's an, an unusual bump or is it just maybe because we're paying attention to it a bit more? Um, you know, I honestly, I think it, it kind of propagates deeper than that. I think it's a uh, supply chain that has caught up a little bit with that market. Um, Interesting. That market during the first like COVID issues uh, was really hard to find a mini crawler and people were trying to do stuff inside and do all that kind of thing. Um, and then all of a sudden there was kind of a uh, uh, push, like a kind of a, a, a surge of mini crawler parts. And, and mostly for the Axial mini crawler, the SEX24, um, tons of parts availability, tons of hop-ups, all kinds of stuff. And I think just the, it's, it's funny because I think people are like, oh, it's cheap and we can get in and crawl. And the stock Axial and the stock Enduro they're pretty capable, um, yeah. but they're but but once you put another hundred bucks into that, it is like night and day difference. They are yeah. so much more capable once you put a little bit of money into it, and then you're at the same cost of a normal kit. Well, so and you are, and it's interesting you talk about the supply chain maybe catching up a bit too, right? Like that's, yeah. um, I know there's a like WPL is a brand that's taken taking some holding out here, and they've got a lot of really cool beginner or metal kits the 118 i think they're 118 scale um but what you said about you could get in you could get in on a on a scx 24 for as much as you do on a 10 scale once you start hopping it up and they're as capable and you can crawl year round if you're in you know inclement weather i mean yeah. indoors like like more probably a better option but sure. maybe that's part of it right like to your point it's not just about uh, a smaller crawler that you can do inside you can actually it can perform right right and guys yeah. that are looking for that performance thing as well as the convenience yeah, nice marriage right yeah and and you know i think the other thing is it's it's not so it's kind of a gateway drug right because it's not so daunting to like so like for instance my stepdad came out with us to the crawling comp and i was like hey you should come and watch because I think you'd really dig this. And he really enjoys watching my son go out there and 
and run. He's for sure. so my son's running with the adults in the modified unlimited class. So I saw that kinda, post, man, where he's, he's like barely holding, barely seen over the table. Yeah, he's holding his ground though. Yeah, yeah. So you know, my stepdad's out there, and he gets the kick out of that. And so my stepdad was like, "Hey, uh, which one should I get?" And I was like, "You want this one?" He's like, "All right, done." And so he walked out of the store with one. And you know, because like to buy them stock, it's a hundred bucks. You know, it's yeah. like. And so it's like, why not? And yeah. so, uh, well, you know, 120 bucks or whatever, but, uh, but still it's something that he can go and play on and basic, you know, if you have a banquet table, an eight foot banquet table that folds up, you can have a portable crawling comp uh, course for these little, very true. Crawlers. Very true. Yeah. And so, you know, Thanksgiving, I think we're going to do that. We're going to bring our mini crawling course inside downstairs for when people are over and just leave the cars out there and let them crawl around Dude, that's that's so awesome like yeah you got a garage uh, to your point set up a table like that or do it on the floor right um yep. Yep. and it doesn't have to be like a, you've got a right like your your mini crawl course is amazing i've seen some you know people use the spray foam and they get the paint yep. out and that stuff's all totally amazing but you know don't let that deter you if you uh, the last winter we had the scx 24s on like a book and blanket and oh yeah and i was driving my wife nuts because i had old uh hardwood that we had left over going from chair to chair in the living room <laughs> um but the That's kids awesome. but same thing right i kind of it was kind of one of those three kind of left it out there yeah and kind of just stood back and all of a sudden they were competing with each other and then i came in and said hey let's start timing right and then hey okay right. every time you roll over it's this and um yeah super cool man super cool this time of year yeah they're a lot of fun i i you know and and i think that they're a good escape for we get i mean we get like a week of rain and then you know a day of sun and then a week of rain and a day of sun so those week terms are you know or we'll be we don't have snow like that they're saying we're going to get more snow this year oh yeah um, but you know it's like we'll see what happens but you know yeah. it's nice to kind of break out and get them inside and Awesome. Listen, man, um, as you know, I keep my segments relatively short, but before, before we, we wrap up a little bit, what else, um, what's coming? What are your thoughts? Let me ask you this and then tell me what sort of what's coming up next for you. Um, there's that new axial cat, the Capra, the four wheel steering. I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen people with like go bug eyed about it. And then I've seen other people say, uh, not a big deal. They just kind of put the front, uh, (laughs) Yeah, the, the front uh, axle on the back sort of sort of thing, right? What do you right. What are your thoughts on that one? Well, I think well, okay. So, kind of Apple just Apple computer just re, uh, said that they're gonna start. I wouldn't say encouraging, but allowing the lay person to repair their computers now, and mm-hmm. they're gonna start providing that kind of thing. I think what's happening is the supply chain for certain things are not accessible in the ways that we have been before. Sure. And so we're starting to have to modify things in different huh. ways. Interesting. And so that's, you know, when I see things that are rebadged re- re- and kind of, you know, just reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I see it as a way of kind of being like, Hey, we're still here. We're still doing something, but yeah, I mean, it's really, Aside from the red chassis um, and the new livery, yeah. you know, it's like you just, yeah. it's going out and buying another front axle. And yeah, it's, so. it's kind of, I mean, again, you come back to that, but it's a really good point. Like businesses in the, in the hobby have to survive like everywhere else. 
Uh, Tamiya's doing it, right? They're re-releasing, they're just, like I said about the GT40 bodies, a small example, but coming out with new bodies on the same chassis, right? But it's kind of like selling it and marketing it that way. I mean, it's interesting. Um, It's fun for the people that have that dispensable liquid to just to get. Right. That's that's cool. But um, it'll be neat to see how the next few years evolve, right? Like things start to go back to normal and... um, and we'll look back at this time as sort of the COVID innovation time. Yeah, <laughs> which was... you know, it's funny. Yeah, that's totally funny because I was going through my pictures trying to find something the other day. And I, you know, you know, I have thousands of pictures. So I'm like scrolling through. And it's funny looking over the last year and a half, two years, what we've kind of gone through and, you know, seeing all that kind of stuff. And, and fortunately, my family has been relatively unaffected by a lot of this stuff. Um, we're in one of those places that's very uh, progressive, I would say. I don't know if sure. that's the right word, but yeah, you know, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff for it. But our, you know, our lifestyle is—I wouldn't say it's very like uh, seclusive, but it's very yeah. Uh, school, it's work, and and we don't yeah. see a lot of people in between. So it's yeah. kind of like it hasn't really changed a whole lot. For I us. hear you, buddy. I hear you. But Listen, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, go. I want to know. I'm going to keep on pushing you to go longer, Jeff. I want to know <laughs> about these, uh, these, this crawler thing that you have a bug for. And I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm and... hiding behind my mic. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you yeah, already, off? Are you already off of it now? Let's get out in the open here. <laughs> um, I think what I realized, what Pablo's referencing is the short, short lifespan of the Ecto that I had in shop. Oh. And, uh, I, I kill I kill him every time I say it. It's like opening a new wound for him. Like it's just starting to heal, and then I rip it open. I know. Uh, the long and the short of it, because I think people think I'm nuts, and you know, I think I am sometimes too. But I think what I've come down to is yes, I I, I like the crawling thing. What I want to do is build, though. So I'm looking at a kit now. I'm gonna because I, I I equate it to my rally stuff. I've built yeah. both those cars up. I've modified them, and to me makes them equitable for me. I want to keep them and I want to keep doing it. We have our first indoor rally uh, session this weekend. We found a soccer center with AstroTurf. So it's like, uh, I want to find ways to run them. So I think that's what it comes back to with, with the crawling. Um, I want to build a 10 scale uh, trail truck. I want to, you know, try to modify it. I want to try to have some fun with scale and kind of slow slow it down a bit, right? I, I find yeah. my problem has been I'll buy a ready to run and then I just get bored really quick because yeah. it feels like I didn't do much to get there. So it's that old thing that your, your parents told you when you were little, right? Like you appreciate the things you save up for and the things that take time. And now that I'm old, I think that's starting to resonate. So whether or not yeah. that's the answer you want, that's that's what's going on with me. So people are like, what? You just got rid of that? You just had that? What? And I've done that a few times and I... Yeah. I'm hoping I'm settling down. So what are you looking at now? I mean, well, I really like the, the Axial CX-10 II, the version two yeah. builder's kit. Um, I like it from a price point. I like it from a reputational standpoint. I like it from the ability to upgrade. I, I'd posted that Injora chassis, which is yeah. a knockoff. Um, yeah. But I really started to think about, you know, I've read, I read a ton of stuff. I was doing some research about, you know, Axial parts not fitting exactly. And I thought, well, again, Take your time, save right. for it, get a, get a platform that, you know, you and others have, you know, helped me with to say, you know, that's, you know, whether it's the element or the axial, 
um, you know, something that you can build on, right? The, the Traxxas one is obviously supposed to be really good too, but um, yeah, you know, a little more expensive. So I want to build, I want to build up that trail truck. I want to have a, have a go at some real scale stuff. I want to play with some, you know, uh, I don't, I don't want it to be a dollhouse truck, but sure. I think I want to move a little closer to that and then just get out. Like we have a strong crawling scene here. Uh, Frank at GTA crawlers. We, he's a guy that's local and um, they go out every Sunday. Uh, they yeah. find trails and they post it and they go, and I just got to make the time and go and go and get into it a little bit more. But um, right. That's it. Well, you know, I, I would encourage both of those chassis and the Traxxas. The Traxxas is really nice, too. And uh, parts availability is like, you know, for all the you're going to have the most parts availability on Traxxas, then second, probably the Axial, then right. third, the Enduro. But they're all pretty available, depending on where you go. Um, right. I would say, I know you're kind of leaning in the enduro kind of axial page, um, yeah. more probably towards the axial, <coughs> excuse me, since you've had the enduro. Um, I, I think it's a great thing to do. Um, the enduro has, the enduro kit has better shocks um, and a quieter transmission, right. I would say. Um, they're kind of comparable in cost. I think, I think they're within like they $10. Are. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I mean, it's kind of up to you. The, the thing about the Axial one, I think that there's, the sky's the limit on aftermarket. Um, it's almost there, but not quite on the Enduro. And a lot of the parts actually cross platform. Hmm. And so you're kind of, the, the, the other thing that I've noticed, and you know this, is that, when you splurge a little bit more on parts and on yeah. components, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And yeah. and it's always a pain. Like for me, I'm always like, I don't want to spend $30 more on this, you know? Right. And, and then I do. And I'm like, yep, that was the right yeah. decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And that's where I looked at the, I was doing, doing some research and that was the whole thing with the Enjora thing. Like, I don't want to poo poo on them. They, they no. seem to be doing a pretty good thing for what they are. But right. to your point, if, if my, my objective is to have something that I build and continue to modify and kind of grow with yeah. to your, to your point, right? Like um, set yourself up for that from the beginning. Right. right. So well, anyway, you know, and they make, they make really good, like <clears throat> economical bodies and like yeah. bumpers and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So accessories, that, yeah. Stuff, yeah, that kind of stuff I think you, you can't miss with that. Yeah, man. So. But stay tuned. Cause who knows yeah. the uh, manic depressive <laughs> world of Jeff here. Uh, no, I right. I think I think hopefully anybody that's that cares to pay attention to my exploits will will be happy with the fact that I, I will stick to things a bit more here. I'm I'm stoked. Uh, I won't make promises, but I, I feel pretty like I have a bit of a direction for the first time in a while. Uh, it's yeah. interesting how that how your journey goes, right? Like now scale is kind of interesting to me whether it's in rally or or crawling so 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 um, now what you're saying is you're going to make a scale chase car for your ooh, rally cars man that would be cool <laughs> wow thanks there man. you go and always you're depend on little, you to blow things wide open in the back of it and like <laughs> lights and all that uh, i love to do one of those big russian i forget what they call them the russian rally trucks the big blocky yeah. ones and yeah. uh yeah stock it with some spares and stuff and uh That'd be have cool. it on site. That'd be cool. Hey, man. 
baby steps listen bud yeah. thanks for coming on man uh it's really Anytime. good to see you let's do a dad talk soon man and uh yes keep it flowing right into christmas yeah you don't have uh you don't have uh thanksgiving anymore you already had yours it's long so. gone brother when's yours this yeah. weekend uh next week next yeah. week cool well we're yeah, gonna talk I was gonna say I've got a tour list longer than my arm that I, I gotta put up Christmas lights. I gotta go put up Christmas lights at the school. Wow. I gotta repair some drywall in the house because we're having people over. It's like you need a utility crawler to carry around some tools then with you. <laughs> I do. Like a shop truck. Like a shop I truck do. version. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's always an application, buddy. Pablo Guerrero from uh, RC Amigos and Amigo Arts. Uh, check him out, guys, on Instagram. Check out his YouTube. Uh, does some amazing content. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on to get you back on the horse. So yeah, it's kind of a, a two-sided thing. Back, back on the moose. Back on the moose <laughs> with the twelve little beavers pulling us along in our sleigh. <laughs> That's awesome. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right. See ya. Take care. Well, talking to Pablo is always refreshing, um, almost as refreshing as the coffee I just put down, but um, happy to have him on. <laughs> just kidding, Pabs. Super happy to have him on, man. Um, hopefully, me and him will be on more and more as we approach the holiday season. We both have a little more time. Um, and I think that'll be evidenced also by the amount of projects that we're talking about. Pabs has a, uh, I believe he's working on a, a belly crawler right now um, and true fabrication style. He's starting from the ground up. I know, and you know, he's working also on the Char 11 Charlie uh, charity auction bid build. That was a mouthful that I screwed up. Um, but he is building a crawler for uh, 11 Charlie to, I believe, be given away or auctioned off in support of a veteran. And uh, I'm so excited to see that. I think he mentioned he's going to be doing a live uh, start to finish coverage of that. Um, if you followed him last week on Insta, he did a quick live on sort of a CAD design of how he designed the actual chassis online through sort of software that he uses day to day it was really cool if you can find it i encourage you to check that out for sure you also heard us talk a little bit about crawling right and size and does size matter and it's an interesting piece of conversation that he mentions around you know global supply chains and limitations on materials and products but it's also extremely cool obviously with the smaller scale crawlers to see I think what I'm seeing across social media anyways is a definite surge in popularity because of the last year and a half that we've all had being at home, looking for options to keep our RC Jones going without having to really leave the maison, as we say here in, uh, in French Canada, without really leaving, leaving the house. So um, it's, it's kind of cool. I hope it keeps going. I hope it translates outside with, with rigs like the SAX 24. You heard Pablo talk about this, the, the upgradability of those vehicles and, and the performance that comes with that is impressive. It's not just, it's not just a novelty truck. Uh, 
you know, with the right scale um, obstacles and some upgrades on those things, they really perform. So uh, stay tuned here for some possible micro crawler builds. I love the WPL brand, which you've heard me talk about before, and uh, it's an affordable 16th or 18th scale. I always get it confused. Uh, crawler brand. They're, they're, you know, they're out of China, but they are very organized and they have a really good product from what I've seen. You've heard me talk to Anthony Soltis about WPL. He has a really cool, uh, and I apologies, apologize, Anthony, but I think it's like a, a Land Rover inspired uh, WPL crawler. Um, he's done an amazing job on that. So watch here from this space. I think that might be a build coming up soon for me, but the immediacy, the immediate build for me coming right now is definitely something back in the crawler scene. For me personally, and you guys tell me what you think in the comments somewhere, whether it be at, at O Canada or see on Instagram or on Facebook, when I have a, a rig, regardless what class, and I build that rig, I keep it. It's, it's in the shop for a while. Now I've moved on from two wheel drive racing buggies where I've built them, but I've retained them for a long time. So I think for me, this next project definitely has to be a build. And it looks like it's going to be, all I'm going to say right now, because I don't want to give too much away, is it's going to be built on a proven uh, trail, uh, trail truck chassis. That's it. <clears throat> That's not to say it's a trail truck. That's not to say anything except that I'll be building it from a proven uh, chassis kit that's available. No brand drops there, no brand name drops or anything. So uh, stay tuned and see what happens. It's in progress. It is happening. Uh, the order is in. And uh, again, that's all I'm going to say. I'm excited to share that though with you over these colder winter months up here in Toronto. Um, hopefully you follow along and you get the bug too and decide to build. All right. So on to the next segment. And of, as always, it's been a while since we've, we've done this one yeah, because it's been a while since we've done a podcast, but it is worth every penny brought to you by, of course, CX wallets. If you don't have a CX wallet, you should definitely check them out. Uh, holidays are a great time to put it on your list and get one from that special someone to you or get one for someone you know who really has an RC budget to manage and needs a tool to manage it with. A CX wallet <laughs> could help you out on that for sure. So after the break, we're going to get right into the spin and uh, see what comes up on Worth Every Penny. So don't go away. All right, it's time for the wheel, the wheel of destiny, the wheel of fortune. It's worth every penny with pickerwheel.com. Let's give her a spin just to remind you with the holiday season coming up, we have increased our random limit to $200 because we know budgets go up this time of year. And let's see what goodies Picker Wheel picks for us today. The wheel is spinning. Those are such... Those are such sultry tones of the wheel going around. So very smooth. And of course, I'm kidding. It's it's a little jarring, but you know, we got to wake up here on the podcast. So we have landed. We have landed, in fact, on a dollar amount. And um, it is 127. So as we like to do here, we like to round up 
to something that's close to that dollar amount and we are going to hobby hobby this time to check it out so on the hobby hobby site what and you might have heard my son in the background there it's just all part of the podcast folks all part of the ambiance but on hobby hobby they carry the imex imx 24 scale crawler line now i am on imex the company is i am exrc and they're out of florida and uh you know florida's got quite a burgeoning crawler scene there's a lot of groups on instagram that we follow and there are a ton of these models 18 scale 10 scale and the 24 scale now the the one that we've picked isn't necessarily because of the scale or sorry because of the chassis or the body it's the tarchi ready to run four-wheel drive 24 scale crawler in black and it goes for 139.99 canadian on hobbyhobby.com the reason we've picked this what better way to get into the 124 scale the micro crawling uh segment it's uh affordable it's one of those rigs that you can get into or get someone into and then hopefully they get stuck on it which is awesome or if they don't you haven't you know busted the bank on a uh on your first rig so some of the features of this are let's just go through it here it comes with a brushed uh, 55 turn motor waterproof servo a 3.7 volt 1s lipo has a wheelbase of 121 millimeters so i'm sure you can get micro bodies for it um what else what else is interesting about this yeah painted painted body high detailed i believe it's a hard body um comes with internal beadlock wheels um yeah again a really good pick for your first crawler so that is worth every penny uh, check out imex at hobby hobby or check them out on their website at uh, imexrc.com again they look to be out of florida i believe they are um, but they do accessories full-scale kits chargers batteries everything that you could want so there's a free plug for our friends down on the panhandle and that is worth every penny we'll be back right after this to wrap things up and again that's brought to you by cx waltz i want to thank you for joining us on the podcast today if it's your first time i hope you enjoyed what you heard and you'll check out some of our past podcasts you can you can check them out on spotify google podcasts uh, amazon music uh, itunes all over the place we've been doing this for about two years now uh, we do it out of the love of the hobby the hearts the rc hobby it's not really a money maker for me uh we have a sponsorship with cx wallets they've been fantastic we've done some you know minor promotions with them and whatnot and uh just a cool lifestyle brand that fits rc but uh, other than that we hope you get something out of this um what can you expect what's coming up next uh we are in conversations with scale metal supplies and um, we're gonna get Andre on here. We've had him on before, and I think you're gonna be interested in what we talk about. It has to do with the bill we referenced in this podcast, and that's about all I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> it's a bit of a surprise. I think we're two minds on a similar track in different parts of North America, and uh, I really wanna pick his brain and see where he's at, um, see what maybe comes out of that. Who knows, maybe a little bit of a collaboration, but uh, you'll have to tune in next time to check that out. We'll also 
be checking in with some of our past guests from past uh, podcasts in the next little while. You know, at the end of the year coming up, really want to reach out and see how folks are doing that uh, that we've connected with over time and see where they're at after this pandemic. You know, uh, with any luck, we're going to try to hook up with RC Patina guy down in SoCal and see how he's doing. Uh, I'd like to talk again to Anthony Soltes. Always a good talk. Uh, always uh, interesting and fun with that as well as others. And um, last but not least, I will give a shout out to, let me just make sure I get his handle right here, Shug587. Uh, that's uh, on Instagram. Check out his feed. Uh, Shug was the winner of our CX Wallets contest. So Shug, wallet on the way to you this week. Uh, wallet, lanyard, and I believe some stickers with that as well. So congratulations and thank you for taking part in that uh, little promotion we had. Until then, that's about it, guys. Keep your finger triggers pinned. And I have to stop saying guys. I have to be a little more inclusive. So that's about it, folks. And we will see you on and hear you on the next podcast. Hopefully, remember, you can leave me. You're probably like, why is he saying hear you on the next podcast? You're the one talking, Jeff. Well, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. Dot .fm on the podcast. You can uh, let me know what you're thinking and how you're feeling about the podcast, and maybe I'll play them on an upcoming episode. Uh, you can also leave me a note at OCanadaRC on Instagram and on Facebook. And uh, I'd love to hear what you're thinking, love to hear what's going on in the hobby for you. Uh, give us a follow, give us a subscribe. It's with those that we can continue to bring in better guests every time and, and grow this great podcast and grow this community. Uh, so until then, stay warm, keep that trigger finger pinned and we'll talk to you soon